Welcome into the No Limits podcast. Today is episode 17, and we're going to tribute this podcast to the great, the, legend. the legendary. Um, I mean, I don't know what to say. I'll introduce my co host here, Joseph Cortez. Yeah, so uh, I'm Joseph Cortez. Everybody knows that. Um, <laughs> tough day today for both Michael and myself, uh, as well as. Probably, if not billions, several hundred millions of people today. The news that Kobe Bryant, Los Angeles Lakers legend, NBA legend, and really global superstar, Kobe Bryant, uh, tragic accident today. Broke my heart. Uh, first found out about it from a couple of friends, and I didn't believe it because of you know all of the news that surrounded LeBron James passing Kobe's scoring record. Yeah, that was just a big deal last night. That was literally last night. So people were hitting me up this morning saying, R.I.P. Kobe. And I was like, what the heck is your problem? Like, so what? Yeah. Like, like, they what? thought you were like, like, I th- like, joking. I thought that my friends were poking fun at Kobe for getting passed up in the all-time scoring list. Yeah. So I like blew off what they were saying, like, R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Kobe. And like, did you hear about Kobe? I was like, yeah, I, everybody knows, like. LeBron scored a lot of points, so what? And then they got more serious. They're like, no, bro, that's not what I'm talking about. Like, look look him up online, uh, go to Twitter. So I I did. Like, I literally went on Mm -hmm. the Safari app, and I searched Kobe, right? And all the headlines were still about the points thing. You must have got to it pretty early then. Yes, because the algorithm hadn't, like, kicked in yet. Um. With like Safari and the internet, you have to have give give people enough time to like write an article about it. Right. With like Twitter, it was just send out some tweets. For it was sure. real easy. Yeah, and every, but plus like even though the article is there on the Google or whatever yeah. the platform, it still needs to take time yeah. to register. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Obviously, we're recording this today on Sunday, and today is the day that it happened. So, I'm, uh, I think I'm. We're, we're still both shaken by it. Um, obviously Kobe Bryant passed away today and I found out probably like about noon, 12 o'clock, I believe I found out about that time. And like I told you before we started, um, I was just sitting on my couch watching dumbass Joe Rogan with Elon Musk, like I normally would. And I had just watched that morning, LeBron talking about, you know, how much Kobe meant to him and how honored he was to pass him and the all time scoring. He even wrote Mamba for life on his sneakers last night. And, you know, it's just respectful. Like, Kobe did the same thing when he passed Jordan. And then, you know, LeBron passed Jordan. And then LeBron passed Kobe. And they were even joking around, uh, like, this past week, if, whether or not Kobe was really happy for LeBron yeah. or whether or not he, like, you know, it was, was all like a show. Yeah, exactly. And it was kind of, like, funny. It's like, yeah, you know, Kobe honestly is probably happy for LeBron. But I definitely think Kobe thought that he was better than LeBron. Like, there is no doubt about it. And then today, um, like I said, I was sitting on the couch. My brother was playing video games, and he had his door open, and he just got extremely serious. I mean, you're playing video games. You're usually not serious. And he's like, Kobe died. And then he paused the game, and he walked in there and told me. And, I mean, just that phrase just didn't make sense to me. I was like, what? And then sure enough for me, as soon as I tapped on Twitter, I just refreshed it, and it was all there. And... Um, 
Yeah, it was, I just couldn't believe it. It was definitely surreal. Just like I said, uh, whenever I initially heard the news from some people, I didn't really take it seriously, and I blew it off until I did some research of my own. But then even when I saw everything there, I was like, there's no way. this can't Still, be it's like, like no it's way. It's Kobe Bryant. Yeah. How can that happen to Kobe Bryant? Like yeah. after everything that Kobe Bryant has done for the game of basketball and for athletics in general, yeah, I mean how, this. How can you just go out that way? That's what I didn't understand. I, I was just very, very proud of just people in general today. You know, because I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people die, and um, I feel like there's a lot of famous people in the world, and a lot of people die, and you know, it's like a, it's like a common trend where people will say you know what like at the end of the day you die you trend on twitter for two hours and then nobody gives a fuck basically this was like this has been the biggest story of the day all day long for over nine hours now and i don't see this thing slowing down at all and rightfully so like this is for me the biggest news that i think i've ever heard in my life um what and, think would be like second? Like well, technically, like, I was alive during 9-11, and I know that yeah. that was like well, a really you, big deal. You were probably like a couple months ago. I was a little baby, right? And I know like some really bad stuff's happened, like, you know, like really bad stuff. But I'm talking about like just sudden, shocking, tragic, like. Couldn't believe it. Could just, not believe it. Yeah. And that was this. And it, on t- like to make it even worse, I mean, people were first reporting that all of his daughters were in it and died. And I was like, no way. But then, obviously, his one daughter um, was in the helicopter with him, and it was so tragic because I know I knew I knew that he had a helicopter. I knew he flew all the time. He used to fly to the Staples Center for games in his helicopter. Like that's just the way he liked to travel. And so, it's just really hard to believe. And I was very proud of everybody for being respectful and just seeing the public pour out of just like how much he meant to mm-hmm. everybody. Yeah, so um, just to, like, clear up the show a little bit, uh, break it down about where we're going to take it. Obviously, this is just straight up, we're going to talk about Kobe Bryant for 30 minutes. Yeah, I know this is usually a entrepreneur business podcast, but this is, like, this is a guy who, I mean, he was kind of an entrepreneur businessman yeah, himself, sure. and but this is just yeah, somebody that... He, yeah, And his story, uh, the things that we'll go over are going to be insightful, too, so plenty to learn. Um, but anyways, uh, we just went over how each of us reacted to the news, how we found out about the news. So I guess we'll, you know, like I said, we're going to obviously be covering him. So we're going to start jumping into um, when did you like first become aware of Kobe Bryant? Like who was yeah. this Mamba? Who was this like next heir to the throne to Michael Jordan? Who was this guy? Yeah, because, you know, like I mean, this was tragic so of course i'm sad like i'm physically very sad tonight but then i immediately thought like we should just honor and respect what he's done and like look back at what he's done to make us happy and cherish it so i would say i first started watching basketball in about 2007 definitely by 2008 i was already in Mm -hmm. and i remember the first time i heard about kobe bryant when 2007, 2008, he was the best player on the planet at that point. He was the biggest player yeah. in the game. And Besides maybe Tim Duncan. 
um, even yeah. LeBron at that point. But like Kobe was easily by far the superstar of the NBA at that point. Yeah, because at, at that point, oh seven, oh eight. Tim still had Manu Parker. Kobe was kind of a, well, a lone yeah, man like, at that point, like, lone yeah. ranger. So, like, Tim was low-key, no media. Yeah. Kobe was definitely, like, he was the dude. You yeah. know what I mean? And I remember, I believe, I don't think he was playing the Spurs, but I believe he was playing in Mellow's Nuggets in a series. And I remember watching it on ESPN. I, I remember my grandma saying, oh, I can't stand Kobe Bryant. He's so arrogant. And, uh, I mean, he was, it's a fact. And they were Spurs fans. Yeah. So, I mean, when you're when you're in the middle of competition, you can say, oh, I can't stand him. I can't stand them. Um, I remember that being planted in my mind. And then I remember watching him in the 2008 finals against the Celtics. And, I, like, I mean, it was just Kobe out there. And, and I was rooting for the Celtics back then. I liked the Celtics' big three. And they did win the championship that year, but I mean Kobe just gave it his all, and I mean he was a, a icon. And then he goes back to the finals the next year, whoops the hell out of the Magic, gets a ring, comes back in 2010. And I remember 2010 they played they rematched the Celtics again, and I remember it was Game Seven, and uh, I was still young, you know, but like adults at that time they knew what Kobe was about, and I remember. When that game seven was winding down, the Celtics were up by a little bit. And I remember saying, oh, man, this game's over. And then my dad my dad was like, don't ever count Kobe out. Kobe's not going to quit. And then sure enough, the Lakers came storming back. And they ended up winning the game. And I was like, damn. I was like, I, was like, I can't count out Kobe because he came back and won. And then I fast forward that to the 2013 season. And this is actually my favorite Kobe because in 2013, Kobe was already aging. He was like 35 or 36. And the Lakers, that was the year that they had Steve Nash and Dwight Howard. But they were kind of trash. And they were out of the playoff picture. And I remember Kobe saying, like, along the lines of, I'll die before we don't make the playoffs. And he went like 20 games in a row where he was just carrying the Lakers. And they went on a crazy win streak. And he literally blew out his Achilles carrying that team. That game was the Warriors. Literally carry that team. They still made the playoffs, but they got swept by the Spurs because Kobe tore his Achilles and wasn't playing. Mm-hmm. Um, he tore his Achilles and still made two free throws and then walked off the floor on his own. And then, obviously, I remember his last game dropping 60 points. Yeah, I, mean, I remember his last game, too. Uh, watching his last game kind of made me think. Jeez, this guy could. This guy can. He's about to retire. Like this is his last. This is the last game of his career, but he can still do this. Yeah, at that point in his career, he was still a gifted, skilled player. He just had torn his Achilles, so he couldn't jump anymore. Yeah, like he, he couldn't dunk really that last year, and it's so crazy because I was just telling my brother yesterday, I was like, yeah, I don't. I think if you took Kobe Bryant today, I don't think Kobe could dunk at all today, even um, without the Achilles. Yeah, I don't think he like could. Like if he didn't get injured? Oh, no. If he didn't get injured, he could still dunk. Oh. I think your Achilles is what gives you any type of movement in spring. And I was like, I don't think Kobe could dunk today. Because his last year, like especially in that last game versus the Jazz, like he went up for a dunk. Like he went to like Kobe jam that boy. But he just couldn't get up, so he just laid it in. And I, and I mean, that's where 
Same thing happened to Michael Jordan where they couldn't get up and yam it anymore, but they still could shoot. They could still yeah, had their had their footwork. Yeah. But it's just it's just so sudden. It's just so tragic. I mean, he's a he's a staple of culture. He is an icon. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and uh, get into your first. Um, I guess. Well, Kobe. I I used to always be big into like sports knowledge. I guess sports trivia even. Mm-hmm. So I used to always read these books about athletes and teams and franchises. I remember I was in first grade, and I got a book from the library about NBA superstars. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it was Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan, yeah. Tracy McGrady, Carmelo, LeBron, um, Kobe Bryant, of course. Yeah. And that's really when I found out about it. So I just, I really just took the book at its word. I was like, okay, they're saying Kobe's pretty great. I looked at his stats. Wow, not bad. Kobe's a good player. Yeah. So like as I started watching basketball, started easing my way into it, I guess. um, You know, you come in with the notion already that Kobe's a great player. So like nothing really surprised me as far as what he did, right? Because you you already know. But anyways, whenever I started getting serious into basketball, probably like eighth grade, Mm -hmm. I really started – practicing really hard to get better at basketball started you know training really hard doing all these workouts uh kobe was one of the people that i studied a lot like to watch his game film mm-hmm. and from that point on like as soon as i got a taste of what it took to be like halfway decently talented at basketball mm-hmm. that's when i had the utmost respect for kobe bryant and he became my favorite player in the world after that Really? Yeah, Kobe was actually my favorite basketball. Player. I think uh, we agreed. I think we talked about that before. I think me and you were both like, "Oh yeah, Kobe's top five. Like we were like, "Oh yeah, Kobe's way up there." Some of the other people that we know didn't think that much, but I, I had thought. I mean, I'd seen Kobe Bryant do some bad things on the court. Yeah. I was like, I mean, I was even at points where I would think that he was the greatest, but, um, I just I don't I I just thought that him and Jordan were too similar and just Jordan had a little bit more. Right. Um, so I couldn't put him, but I mean, you know, and you'll see people talk about advanced statistics and oh, Kobe was in it. Dude. If you, if anybody who turned on a basketball game, like Kobe would just take over games and just Mm -hmm. simply refuse to lose. And he could do it all though too. Like great defender, ridiculous bounce young into his career. But, Jeez, when he was in the zone, he was unstoppable. Oh yeah, whenever he'd get down on like hold his knees and just look down the floor, like he would, you could tell like he looked like he was tired, but he was just focused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, that's a so that so that though right there is what really made me a huge fan of Kobe Bryant. Like, of course, you hear about the stories about how hard he works, and you know that yeah. the mama the Mamba mentality doesn't mean you show up to a game and you believe you're gonna win. It's every single hour that you practice is yeah. incredibly focused and laser sharp because yep. that's the only way you're going to get better. Yeah. The mom, the so, mom mentality is like, not only do I think I'm going to win, I'm going to go out there. And I'm going to strike your ass and kill you. You know, it's like, yeah. I mean, Kobe's legendary for his undeniable commitment and just hard work and effort. 
I mean, it's just like almost mythical. And I think me and right. my... No, for sure. It's like, It is dude. Like, like when you hear about the Mamba mentality. Yeah, it's like... I mean, you just can't even explain it. Like, I know Kobe would do interviews a lot, especially like post-career. And I think me and my brother would... Uh, we joke a lot about how um, we thought like... You know, part of me thought that Kobe capped a little bit. They're like, oh, I mean, there's just like... I mean, there's just like no way. But then you hear everybody. Like, I know Jay Williams today was saying that he only played in the league one year because he got in like a really bad motorcycle crash that almost killed him. And that's what he was talking a lot about today. But he said that the only time he ever played Kobe at the Staples Center, he said that he tried to get to the gym really early to get there before Kobe. And he said he walked in there and he's like, who the hell is the only one in there bouncing the ball? Kobe Bryant. And then he said, he, he, he said, Jay said he worked out real hard for the game. And he said, sure enough, I was packing up and that MF was still bouncing the ball and still going. And he said that after the game was over, he said, Kobe whooped him, just punished him. And he said, he didn't want to be like a fanboy, but he just couldn't help but ask Kobe after the game. And this was like 2002. He was like, yo, like, I mean, like, why do you work so hard? Like, how do you go so hard? Why do you do this? And, uh, he said, um, when I, I got out there early today and I saw you and I knew I couldn't stop before you because I wanted to show your ass that you'll never outwork me. Damn. And um, he said that that interaction changed his life forever because, like, he realized how serious this dude was and how, like, just undeniably, um, like, laser sharp he was. And, like, I mean, Mama mentality. And that's why I thought that I honestly thought that the, the his first twenty years out of retirement was going to be better than his twenty year playing career. I was like, he's going to do something that is just as great and just as unbelievable because just because he physically can't play basketball anymore doesn't mean that he's not going to transition that into something else and to be just just as focused on that. Yeah, and I he's like not Kobe himself, but there have definitely been things that have hinted at Kobe Bryant like in his life after basketball. So I was telling you this before the show. Uh, so I'll let everybody know for like context purposes, but Kobe Bryant's daughter. So the 13 year old Gianna, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. was unfortunately also a part of the accident today. Yeah. Was a very talented basketball player as well. Yeah. She had that little Kobe fadeaway move. Yeah. It went viral yeah, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So Kobe upon retirement, was like completely cut off from basketball, which I understand because I was the same way with football. After like, I was the I, same way with sports too. I, I didn't quit. want anything to do with it for a good amount of time, so I I'm could, the same way. So I still I don't like, like playing basketball. Recharge, like I needed to get away yeah. from it. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kobe was that way, right, with the NBA. And as soon as his daughter started showing interest in like becoming a better player and potentially really good, mm-hmm. it's when he started like watching all of the games with her, started training or working out with her. And, like, at that point, that's when I knew that Kobe wasn't done with life yet. Oh, of course. No, of course. And you could see Kobe talking. Kobe was nowhere near done. He just thought, I'm just done playing. But, you know, that was just the first part of my career, my life. Realistically, yeah, yeah. He played basketball for, like, well... I mean, I think the way he looked at it is, sure, I played basketball the first 36 years of my life, but I'm now I'm retired, and now I got another 50. Yeah. And I'm going to put that all of that 50 into 
he won like Oscar for his short film yeah. Dear Basketball, and he was already doing like media productions, and he was gonna like write children's books and stuff, and like I don't think he was anywhere near done. Yeah, I mean, imagine seeing that Mamba mentality at work somewhere else. Like, oh yeah, I, I feel yeah. like that's that's the kind of level we see people like Joe Rogan at. Like it was in their specific niche, right? The Joe Rogans, yeah. the Elon Musks, the Bill Gates. They're all they all have the mama mentality. In I, feel, their own I, I feel mama mentality when every single time I refresh YouTube, Joe Rogan has a new podcast out. Oh my god, damn that dude's out working! Like that's crazy. Another one, and I think I feel this overwhelming feeling about like just the mama mentality where I just you know you feel oddly confident just knowing like what Kobe's given us and like all that he's done. And then the fact that his life ends so tragically and so suddenly just like unbelievably makes you feel like the little things in life don't mean shit. Like they just don't like, like and in, blink, in the blink of an eye, it could all be gone. You know, like we sit and like, I know a lot of people are saying today, like, Hey, if you have some big pro- issues with a family member or some friends or something, like honestly, just knock it off and just figure it out and forgive them. Cause that stuff doesn't matter. Cause how would you feel if, you woke up and they were gone, you know, and that's the type of important things that uh, a lot of like a lot of people need to realize. And uh, the mama mentality is something that is legendary. It's it's almost like a figure of speech, like the mama mentality. And I think it'll stick with me for quite a while. I, it's just it just doesn't feel like this is real. Like it, it feels like Kobe was supposed to get old and grow and evolve with us. Yeah, like, like yeah, like you see Bill Rus- Bill Russell still, and Michael Jordan and all the greats who retired yeah, still. Yeah. like even Shaq, Charles Barkley, who still do yeah. broadcasts. Kobe was just so young, like realistically. Yeah, he was really, really young. Yeah, exactly. Like, I just, I think Kobe was a legit childhood icon and figure for us, even more than than LeBron, because LeBron was played the same era, but LeBron's still playing. Yeah. So I feel like LeBron's just kind of been like, like my whole life. Like Kobe was like legit. Like when I was a kid, that's when Kobe was getting busy. Like LeBron wasn't really getting busy until after Kobe was done, mm-hmm. and. So I felt like, okay, like I never had the nearly the connection to Michael Jordan that I have to Kobe Bryant. That's not even close, you know? And now that he was out of the game, it was like, okay, now let's see where, where Kobe goes. You know, he's only 41. So we'll see where he's at in 20 years. He'll only be 60 something and we'll see what he has done. And in 20 years, I'll be like almost 40 myself. Yeah. And so that's just, if that's what it felt like it was, you know, supposed to be, but Obviously, um, you can't predict the future, and it's definitely one of those things. Like, 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 just last, just, just last night, all we were talking about is LeBron past Kobe, and we were we were celebrating Kobe's career and legacy last night, even before this. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why this was such a big deal, is because this isn't like some random celebrity dies and nobody had really been 
like, yeah, like talking about them. This was he was still a very still relevant, very relevant figure, very relevant. Yeah, in basketball, in the world, on social media, for sure, very, very much still relevant. Yeah, we were just talking about Kobe last night, and oh man, LeBron passed him, and uh, Kobe was this great and like there was this thread on Twitter where this guy said some kids will never know how great Kobe really is what the fuck is that yeah like kids kids aren't gonna shoot in the trash can and yell Kobe one day oh no hopefully they will I still will like no I'm saying like one day kids won't anymore like think like 10 years from now well because they'll see a kid slightly older than them do it and they'll just keep doing it they won't even know why they do it they won't even really know exactly what it is it's just a thing they do I don't even know why I would ever do it. Like, you would just do it. Yeah. Kobe. Because like you said, in my opinion, Michael Jordan was like this and Kobe Bryant was like this as well. They were the type of guys that you really wanted to play like. I don't really – like, I'm the biggest LeBron fan in the world, but I don't really you think people are trying no. to replicate their game after LeBron. No, he's just like – A physical beast. He's you a can't freak of nature. Him. No, you can't yeah. be – you can't be Giannis. You can't yeah. be LeBron. You can't be Kevin Durant. Just like but you can't you see, be – Kobe Bryant, and you, you can't be Derrick Henry, yeah, or you know, but you can be like you can have a solid frame, and yeah, you can like work Kobe. really hard, you can learn how to jump yeah. high and run fast, and you can hone your craft to a point, yeah, and you can just go to work every single time. Some kid would do like a, a fadeaway jumper or something, they're like, Oh man, you're trying to be Kobe out there, hmm. like, I mean, I feel like that's yeah, like that, I, I heard that a lot. Yeah, like growing up. Yeah, man, like, why are you trying to be like Kobe Bryant? I, I used one to, foot, I used to backs. fucking. I, it's just the way I shot free throws. I used to fade away in my free throws. I'm like, man, you got Kobe disease, <laughs> and it's like, I, I mean, that's just the way I, that I'm just making my free throws. I'm making it, so why don't, like, why don't, why don't I just keep shooting it that way? Yeah, he, I, I mean, he did it, some crazy things with the basketball. Oh yeah, like, he made some ridiculous shots. Oh man. I, he is so talented. I still think about, like, it was either 05 or 06 versus the Suns. I remember they were down that series 3-1. And they did come back and win the series. But uh, Kobe, at the end of regulation, he drove and laid it in to tie the game at regulation. And then the game went into overtime. And the Lakers were down by, like, one, I believe. And they had a, uh, they had a jump ball, so they tipped the ball up at, half, at the half court. They tipped it. Kobe got the ball. With like eight seconds left, that dude was not passing. That fool was not passing. No way, no way he's passing. He got the ball, dribbled it, dribbled it across the lane, fade away from the elbow. I remember Mike, Mike Brain, Bryant for the win, bang, and just drilled it. Game winner in the playoffs and just went, it, I mean, it was just, that's what Kobe, like, that's what he did, dude. Like, he, ne- he never shied away from the pressure or folded at all. It was straight up. Give me the ball, dude. Like, and I think a lot of that comes from the mama mentality. Like, he was already so prepared yeah. that he's like, like, just give me the ball. I got to go do this. Then I remember the game winner versus Miami, the uh, the one where he Dwayne Wade was guarding him, and he literally just caught it and just like off one leg three pointer banked it in for the win. Um, mm. I mean, then. Uh, 
when he dropped, like, I, there was this game, I think it was the last, the 2013 season, he played the Raptors, and he hit, like, four threes in a row in the last minute of the game to come back and win. I mean, I'm left with a lot of incredible memories, but t- this is just a, a tough day, <coughs> you know? Yeah, I know. He was my favorite basketball player. I won't deny that. Yeah, he... I have a lot of favorites. Like, I... Yeah, me too. Like, but... You know Josh and how involved he is with basketball, how much he knows. I remember when I used to play, he used to ask Mm -hmm. me all the time. Like, all right, who is your favorite? Kobe Bryant or Kevin Durant? Kobe. Who is yeah. your favorite? Kobe or Bron- Kobe? He's like, is Kobe your favorite player? And I was like, yeah. Like, yeah. Is. And he's one of those guys that, like, you hated to play him. And when he was playing and he'd kill your team, you hated him. You're like, damn, Kobe. Uh, but he was a guy that you couldn't help but, like, respect what he did. Mm-hmm. And then he, after he retired – there wasn't anybody that disliked him. I mean, he got a standing ovation in Boston his last on his farewell tour. Yeah. And that was his biggest rival. So I don't think you could have found any like this wasn't today wasn't a Kobe fan's day. Today was a fan of a sports fan day. Today was just a Yeah. A fan of in, iconic everybody people. Everybody knew Kobe Bryant. Everybody knew whether they played sports or not, but even Obviously, people. Excuse me. Yeah, let that yawn out. Who yeah. do follow sports closely? Kobe Bryant. But yeah. the people who only watch football, they know Kobe Bryant. People who yeah. only watch baseball, they know Kobe Bryant. People who have never watched a single game of sports before, know Kobe Bryant. Yeah, they know him because he's like, like I said, he's like this mythical figure that everybody gets that piece of trash. Just Kobe. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows like mama mentality like that even the shoes man his hey, shoes are you got kobe's yeah exactly his shoes are were fresh I, I mean i was just thinking about it i was just thinking about it yesterday i was like when are the next kobe's gonna come out because he hadn't dropped any kobe's since the ad's i believe yeah but i don't think he was i don't think he's still in that world i didn't think he no. cared he's like i'm not gonna make no more basketball sneakers mm-hmm. i don't think he was in that world anymore but he was one of those guys that when he retired from the NBA, he was fulfilled. Like, they'd ask him, do you wish that you would have got more championships or whatever? Do you have any regrets in your career? And he's like, I can't. I worked as hard as I possibly could. There's nothing else I could have done. Yeah. You know? He said, yeah, if the Spurs didn't exist, sure, I could have gone to 10 finals in a row. <laughs> but, you know, they were tough. And, um, yeah, so I, he, he definitely – Left the game, and I remember the first year after he retired, everybody was like, "Do you miss basketball? Do you miss it?" He's like, "No, not at all. Like, I don't miss it at all." Yeah. Um, and it wasn't because he was tired of working hard and ready to be lazy. It was just because he'd given it all that he possibly could. Like, he had nothing left in the in the tank mm-hmm. for basketball. Yeah, that's why a lot of people respect the heck out of Kobe, because you, that is what he's known for: his work ethic and his razor sharp focus mm-hmm. and how much he cared about the game yeah and you don't get that in a lot of superstars especially now 
Yeah, you don't. The passion isn't doesn't seem to be there. Yeah, like it was in him. And it was an obsession with him. Yeah, it was an absolute. There, there's a feeling that you get that if one player in the entire league was thinking about basketball at any given moment, it was probably him. You know, he, like I said, he won a championship, take a week off, and then be right back in the gym going for another one. Like, yeah, like like I said, if, if you had to bet, I, like I know people say mythical things about Michael Jordan and all that. I mean, I'd probably be willing to bet a lot that Kobe Bryant worked harder and was more – serious and maybe even more competitive than Michael Jordan. I mean, I wouldn't start going and debating that, but Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's their 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 workouts, their work ethic, both of them are legendary. And I yeah. think it should be kept at that at least for now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot a lot of people are always debate, you know. Is this player greater than that player? Yeah. I mean, just and yeah, for sure. But going back to what your point was earlier, like there's stories about Kobe Bryant getting into his players at practice, and there's videos oh, about it. I remember when at the end of his career, the, the Lakers were garbage at the end of Laker, at Kobe's career. I remember there was a there was a game that they won a regular season game, and they were like going nuts, like parading, and Kobe got pissed. And just walked off the floor. They got back in the locker room, and he like ripped all his ass. He's like, "Y'all out there celebrating like we won a damn championship, but we won a game." He's like, "Y'all shouldn't be surprised that we win a game." And then there was that video of him in practice, like just destroying everybody. He's like, "Man, y'all soft. Y'all trash yeah. as hell." Like, yeah. and that was he was in his thirties. Oh, point. he was like his, his last couple years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Jordan Clarkson was on the team, just yeah. grilling Clarkson. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I mean, today's been an interesting, uh, very different spin on the show for sure. But I think very much needed. and Yeah, it's uh, the right thing to do. Uh, very respectful tribute to Kobe Bryant today. Yeah, I'm sad and I'm hurt. You know, I had a list of things to do today. And then I got that news and I said, damn. Well, I just, I couldn't believe it. I just followed it all day long and just... I just, I did, it, it's still surreal. It's absolutely surreal, you know, and I'm going to wake up tomorrow. And I got to go back to class tomorrow and wear my Kobe shirt that I wore yesterday. I'm not going to wash it, not going to do nothing. Just going to put it right back on. And then after that, I'm probably just going to hang it up here in the wall. And just the thought of that just makes me sad to like think that like, I just, I just, I'm speechless. I'm absolutely speechless. It just seems absolutely surreal, man. And it's so unfortunate because I wanted, I remember wanting to go get Lakers tickets his last farewell in San Antonio. I never did see him play live. I've never seen LeBron play li- live either, but um, I probably need to go do that for sure. But I remember wanting to see Kobe. And I remember just always thinking, like, I'm going to meet Kobe Bryant one day. I'm like, I'm just going to meet him and it's going to be great. And I probably wasn't going to meet him for another 10 years, maybe. But, like, I was like, oh, I will. I will. And hopefully he'll know me. But um, not everything goes the way you think that it's going to go. I'm very sad for his um, wife and his the rest of his family. 
I'm just, it's just a heartbreaking moment for the NBA community. I was really hoping that the NBA was going to cancel all the games today. You know? Like we were talking before. Honestly, like if the NBA wanted to pay some legit respect for Kobe, they would cancel every team's next game and only have every team play 81 games this year. Because Kobe dropped 81 in his... One of his best games ever, he dropped 81. I was like, I think he's worth that. He's worth that much. Like... Uh, like he is absolutely like a, a king of basketball. He's worth canceling. Screw all the money that you lose from canceling those games. That doesn't matter. I would cancel one of every single team's games. Make 80, everyone just plays 81 games this year. Like, and I'm I'm for the NBA just retiring eight and 24 as numbers. Period. Um, and no team, no player. And the rest of the league's history wears those numbers. I mean, it's just crazy to think that the Lakers retired two of his numbers. Like, that fool had two jerseys retired. Yeah, and it was the Lakers, not the... Oh, yeah, it was it was the Lakers who already have 30 Blazers. numbers retires. Yeah. Yeah. If you play for the Lakers, you ain't got very many numbers to choose from. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I'm all for that. Like, just retire those numbers from the league. I know a couple teams have already said none of their players are going to wear those numbers. Mm-hmm. And um, this one's definitely going to hurt for a while. Definitely an extended period of time. People will think about this. And um, it's just... Yeah, but at the end of the day, and whenever that day may be, He will always be remembered, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah. But at the end of one day, it is time to stop sulking in it and celebrate his greatness. Oh, yeah. I think, I mean, if it was up to him, I think he he would be upset at a lot of people for being really sad. Yeah. And that's the way to look at it. Like, just like, look at what he did and just respect all that he did it just it, it feels sad because he was suddenly taken from us and there it just felt like there was so much more like i was telling I, I, like i was saying you know obviously it would still be sad and tragic but if it was like an older player like a really old player you know you just feel a little different you just feel like yeah you like know a, like a right bill russell or something some oscar robertson some really old player you're like you know respect for what he did he lived a long full life i mean awesome but this this it felt like it felt like he was taken it from is us. more upsetting since he's only 41 than it would be yeah if he was, was 90. 91 if he was 91 it'd be like you know Kobe had a good life man yeah I don't think anybody would really be upset upset no they would be like wow man that's sad because he died but he was great and man yeah. he was a good player and they're gonna just start telling all their stories but since he was young, you start to speculate and you yeah. wonder. Yep. It's very, very tragic. But, you know, the sun's going to come back up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And um, everybody. And you, yeah, you move on. You move on. And it, also, I feel like Kobe being such a large, mythical, like just mythical icon that he is, it really taps a morality in everybody. We were like, oh, man, like, 
you know, if this happened, if this could happen to him, I mean, this could happen to anybody, mm-hmm. you know? Because he did seem to be larger than life. And a lot he of said he was larger than yeah, life, dude. A lot of people do, like, who are like that. Like, you can't ever fathom something like that happening to LeBron or Michael Jordan. No, of course or not. Or anybody Tom that's, Brady. like, great. Yeah. Just, like, you don't just. Mm, you just. You look at these guys as, like, like just legendary. You're like, man, that guy's. I used to think, people would talk about it a lot. You know, who would die to stop the world? And people would be like, I don't know. Like, maybe the president, the president got killed. I know Michael Jackson stopped the world when he died. And I just never, I never thought about it because I never thought I had to think about it. But Kobe Bryant absolutely stopped the world today. It felt like the world stopped. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said before, like I know like Bernie Sanders tweeted today or something, like some policy or something. And even Bernie fans, were, all of his replies were like, it's Kobe Day. We don't care, Bernie. Like somebody was talking about the Grammys tonight. Didn't care. Doesn't matter. I think I, I said the president could have got removed from office tonight and nobody would have cared. It would have just been all Kobe. Like we can deal, we can deal with that tomorrow, mm-hmm. you know. And that just speaks volumes to who he was. Um, he absolutely. Um, it it was a very very uh, sad day and a big loss for basketball, big loss for sports, and just a bit a big loss for. The world mm-hmm. today. Yeah, and I think that's a good place to leave it for today. Yeah. Um, Tragic loss always will be remembered. Yeah, and it's it's almost one of those things where you think, where do we go from here? You know, like I just it it. You go to tomorrow. Yeah. Well, you wake up tomorrow. I just think that this is such a big deal that like it's one of those things where you can't just go to sleep, wake up, and you know keep yeah, everybody think th- about it for quite a bit. Yeah, I think the I think that the um, the L.A. clip L.A. Lakers and Clippers game on Tuesday is going to be heart wrenching. I think it's definitely going to be. Um, I mean, like. I was at the Staples Center for Christmas this year, and I was walking around it and all that. And the area that I was walking around, that's where they started stacking up today. Like, I mean, there was thousands of people by the Staples Center having a memorial for Kobe. And I was like, damn, I was just there. And I was like, that's a lot of people there. I was like, wow. Like, I I honestly thought the Grammys wasn't even going to happen tonight because I didn't think that they would get out of the way to let people get in the building because there was just people surrounding it. Um. Yeah, I, like it's just absolutely surreal, and uh, Kobe Bryant will be in the Hall of Fame mm-hmm. very soon. He will get a statue outside of Staples Center very, very soon. Um, hopefully, his both of his numbers will get retired from the NBA. Period. Very soon, and um, and hopefully, his family makes yeah. some sort of peace with it. Hopefully, it'll take a long while. I hope so as well. Because, like I said, not only did they lose Kobe, they also lost their one of their daughters. Um, very tragic day, but a very special podcast that, I mean, it, it, 
I was going to game plan this podcast this morning. And then this happened. And I was like, this is the only thing that we could possibly talk about. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing else that I don't, that I even want to talk about today. Like, not like nothing else. I was like, nope, I can't even work myself up to talk about anything else. Cause it's just not important. And you want to leave out with that? All right, everybody, this has been episode 17 of the No Limits podcast on Strive Network. And one last time, we want to say RIP Kobe Bryant. Yeah. That feels... And thank you, Kobe Bryant. That feels terrible to say. Yeah, I just got the chills. But, um... Thank you, Kobe. All right, everybody, thank you for listening. Um, We hope, you know, um, we hope that you guys loved him and appreciated him like we did, you know? Um, and we'll see you guys again next week. See ya.